I bet, man. Mm. We're doing a motherfucking mic check. Did you say bet? Huh? Did Black people say bet? I think they exclusively say bet. Calvin Ridley was saying bet a lot this they, year. They say uh, bet DSI to save 20%. <laughs> bet on FanDuel. FanDuel.org. This is our mic check that uh, you may be hearing at the end of the episode. Or maybe the <laughs> beginning. If, it, if we, it, it really just depends on how well we vibe. I think if we get a good enough riff, it'll be the beginning of the episode. If we think it's kind of funny but doesn't make any sense, we'll throw it in at the end as a little treat. Yeah, but slowly, slowly but surely we're figuring this out. I like it. I like it too. Bobby, do you like it? I am slowly, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> a classic. A classic. Dude, I'm feeling good. I didn't even have to kick your cat out of my seat this time. Uh, she know he knows the rules. Isn't that funny? I misgender the cat that I know. It's, it's fucked like, up, man. Yeah, but it is what it is, Wait, dude. Wait, so what's, what's the sex of the cat? Male. Oh, okay. See, I kind of think all cats are girls. Yeah, I feel that way, too. They're mm. very they're very uh, feminine yeah. species. Like, you, even, they, like, males. Because you can't tell what they're thinking. You can't tell what they're <laughs> thinking. The cops come if they're, they can't find them. <laughs> You know what I mean? You yeah. always want to beat the shit out of them for being <laughs> annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, you love pussy. Welcome to locker room talk, folks. Uh, Perfect. Is our are our mics good? We're gonna well let's 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 find out right after a word from our sponsor. Yeah, Dick, Dick Hardners. Dick Hardners. Dick Hardners. If you want our sponsor's Matt's mom, that's crazy. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, man. Bobby, please. We'll be right back. It's flimsy, then your ass is going to bed. And like I said before, there'll be no tears in the end. I'm rolling through your hood, and now my heart is filled with anger. I'm at my sister's house, and that my... Oh, wait, no. It's I'm at your sister's house, but now your sister's life's in danger by a total stranger. Welcome back to Locker Room Talk, folks. Anal stranger. Anal stranger. We as Elkum, T as Uli, as Ockery, as Zoom, T as Ock. What the fuck was that? I'm going to do the whole episode in Carney speak. Oh, my <laughs> God. What, folks, what pull out Google Dictionary. It's the only way you'll be able to listen to this one. Get it's, your Duolingo Carney ready. That's amazing. <laughs> that was a, a one-week callback. Yeah. That was a, he's been, Matt's been sitting on that one for seven days. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been rocking back and forth waiting yeah. for this moment. Mm. He's just whittling that, that knife. Is that, man, it's getting down, counting down the days until he can mm-hmm. drop it. It was we, worth it. We were it like was. a girl a week away from being 18. Matt just couldn't wait. <laughs> but he had to. As the judge explained. He opened She's with only it. 17. That reminds me, folks. Uh, my girlfriend's uh, family has officially listened to the podcast. Oh, Ooh. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were at a, uh, we were at a family gathering, and uh, her dad likes comedy. He's like, he, you would think uh, the prospect of your daughter dating a comedian would be terrifying, but he actually thinks it's very cool. Oh, so, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's like, uh, oh, yeah, what's the name of the podcast, blah, blah, blah. And slowly, like, everybody at the party starts to be interested, which isn't bothering me because I'm like, I'm going to tell them the name of the podcast. They're not going to listen to it. Right. And then it's fine. Everything works out. So uh, yeah, the only thing worse than like when all of your friends are like, "Oh, I really want to check out something," yeah, and then yeah. they don't is when they do. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, you know uh, anyone who's not a first time listener to the pod, they know we get a little saucy. So mm. this is something to think about. But uh, I'm like, a little saucy, uh, Bobby. We are straight up marinara. <laughs> I, I'm actually Matt Marinara. <laughs> you know what? 
these jokes are making me see red. <laughs> All right, you want to? All right, so uh, you were so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Bobby. You were uh, you were telling us about getting uh, written out of the will. I was written yes. out of the will. So I'm like, whatever. No one is. They're not going to listen to it. Um, my girlfriend and I like do our own thing for a little while. We come back to the party and uh, her like immediate family has all listened to the promo of the podcast <laughs> that I forgot exists. And if, if you guys forget what Joe says on it, he introduces us as guys who want to bring a gun into a public square and dispense some justice. <laughs> so, oh, man, I, I forgot. completely forgot about it. And you also like introduced me as a guy that has just returned from his basement jerking off to pictures of girls that just turned 18 so he, don't, he doesn't get in trouble again. <laughs> so I... I walk into the room ha and have it, them having just listened to it. And the first thing uh, her dad says to me is, I didn't know that's how you like to spend your free time. <laughs> he seemed to have a good sense of humor about yeah, it, man. He, well, he was the only one that was like making eye contact with me afterwards. So, mm. you know, I feel like it's like uh, who the who can take that serious? I mean, like, if anything, like I'm a, I'm. They, they could say, I'm a little disappointed. That's your sense of humor. Like, yeah. for me, it's like, all right, I'm almost 40. That is insane that this is my sense of humor. Yeah. Where it's like, I could just as easily integrate into any high school in America. Yep. But honestly, like, uh, high school did humor you, you, has peaked. Yeah, did you tell him that it's just a little locker room I talk? I told him it was a little <laughs> locker room talk. Damn. I knew we should we should have just stuck with just goofing, not just the title of that episode, mm. but the our, our lifestyle choice. Well, if you guys want us to change the name to Just Goofing, please email us at uh, sixsempertyrannis at yahoo.com. And we might change it. Yeah, I actually, I already paid for the domain mm. for the uh, I, I so lockerroomtalk.com. <laughs> yeah, locker <laughs> lockerroomtalk.gov. Yeah, <laughs> we actually yeah. bought the uh, domain name to stormfront.com. Nice <laughs> for great, the podcast. Great call, Matt. Yes, <laughs> that was a great investment. Worth Damn. it. Is that what he meant by the storm is coming? The stormfront is coming. Those mm. guys must have thought that into right? the storm. Yeah. Um. Ooh, yeah. Which came first, Into the Storm or Stormfront? Wait, what do you mean, in, Into the Storm? Isn't that the QAnon thing? Oh, okay, yeah. I, I That was the name of the documentary. Which, Yeah, I don't know if they say Into the Storm, but it came from uh, Trump just saying, uh, this is the calm before the storm. Okay. And then the hilarious thing of people being like, it can't be that he's a retard. It has, <laughs> it has to be something deeper than that. It can't be that Donald Trump is just impulsive and sometimes says things off the cuff. <laughs> right? it, has to, it has to be part of some larger plan. Kid Rock just did an interview with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> which what of course a sentence I, that is. <laughs> which, of course, I watched. <laughs> Why would you watch anything else? Right. Exactly. Fuck Madeline you... Albright dying today. I got to find out what Kid Rock <laughs> thinks about cancel culture. Yeah. <laughs> Who hears uh, that Kid Rock is on Tucker Carlson and does anything else besides watch it. Um, That's crazy. But that he said. 911, what is your emergency? I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm going to have to put you on hold. <laughs> 911, what's your emergency? Oh, never mind. Actually, I just, I got to do something else first. I'll yeah. get back. I'll, I'll call you guys to help my dying father as soon as I watch this interview. Yeah, because you can't miss the truth. Right. So um, what was he saying? What so truth bombs is he dropping? He talks about playing golf with Trump. Um, he's been playing golf with him a lot. Hold and on. that Trump Kid Rock? Yes. 
That's wild. That's sick, dude. Well, Kid Rock grew up on like a. It's like in a huge like compound in Michigan. Like a, he he grew. He was like born wealthy. Nice. Um, All great artists are right. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, he said like Trump would just like turn to him and be like, "So what do you think we should do about North Korea?" <laughs> <laughs> And Kid Rock would be like, I'm not qualified to answer this even. Like, how yeah, cool? that's just how Trump is. He, he just, like, impulsively says things. Yeah. How so sick he, is that, though? We got uh, Donald Trump and Kid Rock in America's corner. Yes. And then North Korea, you got Kim Jong-un and Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman has never written Ba with a Ba. He's never even goddamn came close. He right, fucked Madonna, though. That is and, cool. And he he did team with Hulk Hogan. Oh. Or, um. Yeah, he did. He, it was with Hulk Hogan against... It was Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman. And one of them teamed with Hulk Hogan. One of them teamed with Diamond Dallas Page. I think it was Carl Malone with Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. Dennis Rodman teamed with Hulk Hogan. It's pretty close, honestly. Yeah. How, how sick is it that Matt knows that, but he doesn't know CPR? I do. Mm. <laughs> I actually do. I am CPR certified. No, you're not, dude. You're fucking WWE certified, maybe. <laughs> but you don't know how to fucking... You, you the kid starts choking. You're like, out of the way. I know what to do. You give him pedigree. Yeah. <laughs> I put him in a fake CPR yeah. hold. Fucking, he, when he's dead, you give him the tombstone. Yeah. Stick your tongue out and roll your eyes back. The I dead child. Give, I try to give him CPR and I fail and he dies and I slowly cross his arms over his chest <laughs> and roll my eyes back in my head and say, rest in peace. Kid starts showing signs of having a seizure and you go, can you smell toast? Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Damn, dude, I got, I got the, I got Peacock, man. I should watch some of that wrestling stuff, mm. man. I've, uh, when I go back, I've been watching older stuff. Uh, I watch a lot of Bret Hart stuff back mm. now mm. because I was a little bit too young uh, when at the time that he was at his peak. But mm. since I've gone back, he more than anyone else watching back, his stuff holds up more than anyone. Mm. Just how clean he was with his executions. Every, yes. Really holds up, unlike those suspenders, huh? Right. <laughs> unlike the. Uh, unlike Owen Hart. <laughs> Fucking! <laughs> oh, I thought that was the guy. No, no, dude, it was his his it was his dork brother who didn't know how to fucking parachute or some shit. <laughs> so the other dude is alive. Bret Hart is alive. Okay, yeah. His brother Owen Hart was doing a gimmick where he would fly down from the ceiling and mm-hmm. the harness broke. Remember again. when? Remember when uh, Vince McMahon said Owen killed Owen. <laughs> That's just, that's just for the marks out there. <laughs> that's my little wink and nod that, hey, your boy Joe Gorman, I'm aware. Yes. I'm aware. You're woke. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling woke. I'm, I'm wrestling woke. First um, thing I would do if I bought fucking wrestling, bring back bra and panty matches. I'd bring mm. back Chris Benoit. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he died a hero, dude. Why bring yeah. him back? <laughs> that's the thing. It's tough. It's tough to separate the art from the artist because I wasn't a real big fan of his wrestling, but then he murdered his wife. So yeah. right. now I'm kind of conflicted. That it makes his... up for being French Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was his pipe bomb at the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what great advertising for Bowflex, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, that should be in the infomercial, not God. the 50 year old woman we've all joked, jerked off to. Could you imagine if they worked that into a storyline? <laughs> well, it's because they did two years ago when Eddie Guerrero died. Mm, His right. best friend, Rey Mysterio, was wrestling, and Randy Orton was the bad guy. And the whole story was like Rey Mysterio was going to win the championship for mm. Eddie Guerrero, and Randy Orton would attack him and say, Eddie's in hell. That was sick, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> remember when remember when Eddie Guerrero... Then Chris Gar- Benoit died, and everyone was like, this one's a little more serious. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to... Vince McMahon had... The week before, Vince McMahon... Did a, they did a story where 
he goes into his limousine and it explodes and we wonder whether or not Vince McMahon is dead or not. Uh-huh. And then a week later, Chris Benoit murders his family and Vince comes on TV. He's like, we have some serious news. We have to, this is like, we, I'm, I'm actually alive. And, uh, Chris Benoit's not, and neither is his wife and son. And they did a whole three hour. They canceled the show. They did a three hour tribute to him. And as the tribute's happening, news is coming out about what actually happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> did, did they, they did know it? at first? No, they at first know. they thought oh like God. it was like some psycho murdered the entire Benoit family. They and they were right. They had the story 99%. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> they just knew they were yeah. found dead. What's interesting, William Regal on the tribute show, they're all saying like nice things about him. And mm. William Regal is talking about how great of a wrestler he was, but saying kind of like, we don't know the personal battles everyone's going through. Oh, wow. So in yeah. hindsight, you look at that, it's like, oh, did he like, maybe he had an inkling. Right. That's like uh, fucking when uh, Columbine was happening. Yeah. One of the parents of the of one of the kids called 911 and the lady's like being like, no, you're supposed to. Don't worry, everything's under control. And he's tr- he's trying to go. No, my son is definitely one of those dudes. He's crazy. I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> but th- this actually happened. He's like Eric he Harris said is that my son. N word is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he quoted a Richard Pryor album. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> this is an emergency. That N word is crazy. Yeah. Like we don't believe this. Black people don't shoot up schools. Yeah. <laughs> That's a white people thing. That's kind of wild. That Black cracker, people that really. Cracker, that cracker's crazy. Yeah. Is what <laughs> the movie's gonna be about when they make a movie about school That's shooters. A, how cool is the Columbine massacre? That crack is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a chris rock bit like right after columbine happened he did a special and the he opens with he gets into a uh, uh elevator with two white kids and he gets off and everyone just starts laughing because they know what he's referencing yeah and then he says y'all ain't killing me <laughs> he goes white people be tripping i'm gonna go ahead and what people be tripping <laughs> Too many guns. Too many guns. Uh, you said you wanted to do this on the air. I yeah. forgot last week, but uh, when I went to San Antonio, I got gifts for you guys. Oh, Matthew. Guys, before you listen to this part, if you haven't listened to the last episode, listen, because Matt describes his trip to San Antonio. It's not going to make sense if you listen now. Right. And you it, don't know yeah. that Matt's been to San Antonio. You, you yeah. miss out on Matt Marin's whole sexual awakening mm-hmm. if you if you missed out on the last episode. Mm-hmm. He got raped on a plane by a gay Norwegian, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> said he was just trying to make himself come as quickly as possible <laughs> to make it to make it end. Ooh, if you're getting raped as a man, yeah. come as quickly as possible because then you can't have an erection. If that's how you're getting like if they're yeah, force. I have no. You have. You know, Matt, I'm sorry, you, Matt was. I have been raped, and yes, that's true. <laughs> no, coming fast is almost like guys' way of faking an orgasm. Like mm. a girl can fake an orgasm, and then the guy will be like, "Yeah, I did it." You could just kind of, you know, if a girl's like good at sex and you don't really want to be there, if she's good enough. You can kind of just come and then be like, "Oh, you're so sexy." Mm, yeah, and you don't have to be there for long. Oh, and I want. can't eat your pussy because I'm a Jehovah Witness. Right. No, and dude, we don't you believe just, in you that. You just gotta. You just got to own it and be like, yeah, bitch, my dick's not hard. (laughs) Cool, huh? (laughs) Uh, So for Joe, I got you from one of the San Antonio missions. It was from Mission Espada. I got you a prayer card. It's the Novena Prayer to St. Joseph. Oh, the Prayer to St. Joseph. Oh, my God. And there's actually uh, St. Joseph holding a little fucking baby. It's the Christ baby. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, St. Joseph whose protection is so great. If you're listening at home, please bow your head. So strong, so prompt before the throne of God. Mm. 
I place in you all my interest and desires. Mm. Oh, St. Joseph, do assist me by your powerful uh, intercession and obtain uh, for me from your divine son Mm -hmm. all spiritual blessings through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. So that uh, having uh, engaged here below your heavenly power, Mm -hmm. I may offer my thanksgiving and... uh, Homage to the most loving of father. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, St. Joseph, I never weary contemplating you and Jesus asleep in your arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near your heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. St. Joseph, patron of the departing souls, pray for us. Amen. Oh, so he's like, so Mary's a, husband. A, a man. No, amen. Amen. Men. Men. Interesting. Men. So yeah, Mary's trying to tell Joseph how big and strong he is, whether because uh, so he'll raise another man's kid. Yo, mm. world's first stepdad. Yeah. Powerful Saint, stuff, dude. Saint Simp. That was a uh, Saint Sim. That was a lot of writing on the back of that little card. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I was like, I do not know how to read. As I was like, through that, I was like, I have an English lit degree. I never read shit out loud. Mm. I hated that when the teacher would call on me to read shit. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. I hate it's. It's weird. You get oddly self conscious. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. I always liked reading out loud in front of the class. I like really? being. I like center of attention. Mm. I didn't mind being yeah. the center of attention, but I wanted it to be on you my. You couldn't read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm I want to say term. someone else's thoughts. I want to say yeah. my own goddamn thoughts. Yeah, I don't care. People don't want to hear what Nathaniel Hawthorne has to say mm. about a scarlet letter. Mm. They want to know what Joe Gorman has to think about the Columbine shooting. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> Sorry. Damn. You know they fucked up the Columbine kids? Yeah, they fucking made it so I couldn't play Doom and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah. like, these fucking, nobody wanted to take accountability that, mm. you know, pretty much everyone failed them out on every conceivable level, mm. you know, so they had to find a scapegoat, and it was unfortunately the cool thing, which was Doom. Yeah, it Doom also rules. does sound like they're just the biggest understatement ever. Man, those Columbine kids, they really fucked up. They fucked yeah. up. They, well, they, they wanted to blow up the school, and yeah. their pipe bombs didn't work. What a bunch of losers. Yeah. Honey, I blew up the school. Yeah. <laughs> How cool would that have been, man? What a finale. Yeah. Because then, then who's above them? Like Oklahoma City and 9-11. And that's it, right? They would have taken those kids a lot more seriously. I, mean, I probably would have gotten yeah. away with a lot more stuff yeah. if they well, blew up the school. At mm-hmm. the time, there wasn't like, uh, I think since then, Parkland and Virginia Tech are more people than college. Well, those, oh, were, those, those were, were what I'm saying. If they blew up the school, well, wait, they'd, Matt, still, yeah. they'd still be in like near the top. Yeah, but those I mean, other they would definitely be over the the top. If they yeah. blew up the school and killed like more than a hundred people, they would beat yeah. even the Vegas guy. Dude, they yeah. would have been heroes <laughs> if they blew up the school. <laughs> they would have started a revolution of just guys that love to wear trench coats. Yeah. Uh, honestly, everyone would have. Dude, they would have made it illegal to wear a fucking trench coat in school if that mm. happened. Yeah, it was already kind of controversial. It's like, I can't believe that guy's wearing a fucking trench yeah. coat. He's wearing a fucking. But like. If they actually blew up the school, they would have been like trench. That is a that is a sign of violence and it'd hatred. Be li- it'd be like what Hitler did to the mu- Hitler mustache. Yeah. yeah, you just can't do that mustache Unless anymore. Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's just for Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah, so you have to have sex. Michael with a child. Jordan would have had a Hitler mustache and a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, he would have looked fucking tight. Yeah, my Damn. teacher in um in middle school, like shortly after the Columbine High School, um, her name was. Uh, 
don't not talk, something I should say publicly. Yeah, don't. <laughs> but um, I think she's old enough that she's probably dead now. But well, hopefully. But uh, uh, which segues nicely into what I'm about to say. She used to like. You ever have those teachers that like you uh, fuck that fuck you that yeah. that rape you and mm. they tell you not to tell your parents right, or, or right. they'll kill you. Yeah. yeah. But uh, she tell me how strong I am so yeah. I can one day raise a child for them. <laughs> Damn, dude. But uh, she was like, um, uh, she would like flip out on us, like in an adult way. You know what I mean? Mm. Like in an inappropriate way. And the worst of it was, and this is after Columbine. Oh she, well, in that case, say your fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> she would. Uh, she said, "You guys are like stressing me out so much that I'm gonna go into the playground and shoot myself in the head, and it's gonna be your fault." Nice. Yeah. And then fucking half the kids uh, in the class were out the next day. Not wild. What do you mean? They found the it for? triggering. Oh, okay. Well, just because, like, uh, po- like post Columbine was kind of post nine eleven in terms of of school shootings. Half yeah. the kids were out, like they just didn't come in. Yeah, like they told their parents, and their parents oh, like, are, were like, "We don't feel comfortable sending you to a classroom where your teacher is saying shit like that." Yeah. Meanwhile, I didn't even mention it. Why not? Like, I just I don't know. I went home and I played Mario sixty four, and my mom had to make me pause the game and ask me, "Did the teacher say?" Uh, a threatening thing to you, and I was like, "Yeah, but she's weird. What are you gonna do?" <laughs> I kind of yeah. knew she was. Uh, she's like an unmarried. She's know? like some unmarried bitch. Yeah, huh? exactly. Yeah, probably ugly. Some ugly. uggo. Yeah. So like, who cares if he blows her fucking brains out? <laughs> That's a- good riddance, you fucking pig. It's what I said, word for word, as yeah. a child. <laughs> Hostile vista, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now let me what, play. What if my, I was just me- like, do it. Yeah, do it. Do pull it. You the, won't. Pull the when trigger, you, bitch. That's yeah. what, I what are you, you waiting said, for? <laughs> when you said half the class didn't show up the next day, I thought you were gonna say she said that, and half the class was like, "All right, dare you to do it." Yeah. <laughs> the other half was like there to see her blow her fucking brains out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the parents of the kids that didn't send them in were like, "We're not sending our kids to a school where the teacher's a fucking liar." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want blood. <laughs> Um, and Bobby, your gift I got for you from San Antonio. It's <laughs> 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 a nice segue. Damn, dude, this is why we're bad at Yankee squ- Swap during Christmas time. Damn, yeah. dude, this podcast rocks, dude. <laughs> I got you a little sheriff star. Aww. Oh, nice, dude. Oh, because I'm a bootlicker. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Mm. Oh, well, I shot the sheriff mm. with a fat fucking load. Ooh. And I also shot the deputy. <laughs> Full of cum in his ass, dude. <laughs> Those were the original lyrics. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, Bob, you gotta fucking chill out. <laughs> smoke some weed, Bob Marley. You're not yourself when you don't smoke weed. <laughs> Have a Snickers, Bobby. Yeah. You come and share us when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I love this. I'm gonna wear it on the way home. <laughs> Bobby Fucking on the train wearing yeah. a sheriff star. Bobby <laughs> trying the tra- to like yeah. uh, stop and frisk people. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Showtime dancers. Citizens, citizens yeah. arrest. <laughs> he breaks up like Showtime dancers. Like that's all right. Enough of that, fellas. All right, mm, come on. Mm, mm. People are just trying to get home. <laughs> I'm just wearing cowboy boots and a fucking hat and. <laughs> Sheriff star, dude. <laughs> the homeless guy's sleeping on the fucking chair. He's yeah. like, hey, buddy, how about you make some space All for right, everybody? Buddy. Let's go. Yeah, come on, buddy. We got to move. Let's move it along. Isn't there anything? Is there not anything worse than calling someone buddy? I, I do it because I know I don't know anyone's name. Mm. So what I about, do it. What about our buddies in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> That's for the old school locker room talk fans. Mm. Oh, hey, just a little something for the fellows and maybe the, the ladies. Yeah, and if you're a lady listening to this, you got to PM a picture of your titties. I'm yeah. sorry I don't yeah. make the rules. I'm actually, I'm legitimately excited. We got 5,000 downloads in the first month. Whoa, yeah. hey, don't say that on the mic. 
but yeah, it's more people than died huge. in 9-11. We're, yeah, exactly. Some ways, like the we're Beatles bigger. saying they're bigger than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we're bigger than 9-11, baby. We're cooler than 9-11. <laughs> everyone on those towers, man, if everyone on those towers had our podcast going, mm. they would have died with a smile on their face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete Davidson's just- dad would have had the courage to fucking... <laughs> Fend off that rubble. He would have fucking That's why held he up died everything. He wasn't courageous enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting a little Bill Moore here. <laughs> the pilots—they were the ones with the courage. Yeah. yeah. Damn, dude. If we can you imagine like this podcast comes over the fucking airline fucking airwaves? Like when the pilots heard that, they would have done like a fucking barrel roll. So like the pilot would have said like. Uh, Attention, passengers. Uh, go ahead and uh, fasten your seatbelts. It's gonna get bumpy. They the play, terrorists they play, are like they play it so the passengers yeah. are okay with death. Yeah, they're the passengers <laughs> like what? They to us. No way, dude. And then like they fucking oh the passengers put their seatbelts on and then the pilot just does a fucking barrel roll <laughs> and the terrorists are like but the beautiful law what the and then like they're fucking all like fucked up, dude. And then he narrowly flies the plane between the two towers. Okay, okay. Mm. Then it's more like a like a show. I don't think yeah. even people would be upset. Well, there's the dead pilots, but. You get it, Mulligan, for that. Ah, that's right? all good. Yeah. Yeah. That's just an I, idea. Then they hear the ISIS song at the end of episode two, and they go through with it. Mm. And then they pick up the, the people <laughs> who search through the rubble, find the black box, and listen yeah. and hear locker room talk. <laughs> Do you think we'll get in trouble for having the ISIS theme song at, 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 in one of our podcasts? No, dude. We got credit. Because we're just like, I'm, I, it, 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 it is in its purest form, goofing around. Yeah, we're mm. goofing. Like it's uh, like your it's, honor, our clients are clearly just goofing. I would love it. Like they have to play this fucking listen to this podcast. Like we never try at no point do we make a point. Mm, mm, that's true. You know, well, there was the um, the FBI agent that had to listen to an episode of Come Town. That's hilarious. Mm. What what was the story there? Uh, Nick Mullen's uh, uncle called the FBI on him because he knew too much about Al Qaeda. What? Just like a dumbass redneck that like they got into a political discussion and just like I think just explain like Nick explaining to his uncle what a caliphate was. He was like, well, I don't this guy has knowledge about terrorism. You know what I mean? Mm. So it was like a bullshit thing. It was like when the MTA guy called you It was yeah. like a box checking thing. Yeah. So, yeah, he had to like talk to the FBI. But like that probably means like because this was when come town was happening. Yeah. So that probably. Uh, probably means that it's some government agent somewhere had to see if it was an ISIS podcast. Had to listen to Come Town. Can you imagine? Yeah. You're just like a uh, slightly overweight, uh, middle middle aged white guy with like a mustache and your yeah. khakis, just like struggling to figure out how to download a podcast. Right. And you're listening to three guys sing about being gay with their dad yeah that's why i keep all of my caliphate knowledge to myself yeah exactly (laughs) i like how the idea of like it's like we still have this idea of like middle-aged people not being able to understand how to download a podcast but like (laughs) middle-aged people are fairly technologically competent now they're not all jeff foxworthy they're not well now jeff foxworthy's a senior citizen this is the point that we we the first point we will ever make our locker room talk is that we are team jeff foxworthy dude if you don't like jeff foxworthy you might have to shut this off yeah (laughs) we stay if y'all, if y'all don't like the down-to-earth communist islands of Jeff Foxworthy, you might need to suck my dick. <laughs> Here's your sign. I'm going to fuck you in the ass if you don't like blue-collar comedy. 
I'm going to come down all of your holes. Get her done. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to drink a little whiskey here. You call me gay Tersalis. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we all just talk in uh, kind of a southern accent, the remainder of the old podcast here. Oh, mm. my God. I watched the the uh, movie with Will Smith being uh, the... Uh, Serena and, and Venus Williams. Oh, the oh. King Richard. I thought you were going to say Richard. Wild Wild West. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm not. Gonna, why don't we I'm watch it? Shit on a good movie on the. Yeah. Podcast. Why don't we talk? Why, yeah. Why? why Let's we... talk about King Richard, but as if it's Will Smith's character and everything else he's been in. So what did the Fresh Prince do as parents of Serena and Venus? So wait, did, was he, did it show him like injecting his daughters full of like testosterone to give them a competitive edge? Mm. Uh, I think that was one of the deleted scenes. Mm. Really, I just brought it up because he does an atrocious. Atrocious southern accent the entire time. Really? Because I guess that richer guy's from Louisiana. That and in the beginning sound... of the movie, he's doing like a, a awful southern accent, and the halfway of the movie, it's just gone. It's just Will Smith again. It Thank became God. Independence Day for Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Earth. That yeah, was a good ass movie. Independence yeah. Day, awful. Why? I mean, it's cringy from start to finish why do you really mean that you don't mean that independence day, it's like a like if you asked me to like make fun of an action movie i would write independence day get the fuck out of here independence day fucking ruled man it had everything you would ever want remember i haven't seen it uh, in a long time i remember it being fun but i'm also dumb yeah it's fun <laughs> it's a fun movie for dumb guys yeah oh get out oh in- intellect bobby sheehan covers his leather bound book <laughs> looks up from his smoking coat and is like Oh, you like Independence Day? <laughs> that that uh, that miscarriage of cinema. <laughs> yeah, dude. It had fucking aliens. It had Jeff Goldblum fucking overpowering alien overlords with a fucking Linux system I'm not from nineteen ninety five. Have fun watching it, but I'm also saying it's a bad movie. It's a good movie because it's bad. You know what I almost like most about it is the parody South Park did in the episode where there's the Jeff Goldblum character. Or, Wait, butt sex. And then he just, he's like, butt sex requires a lot of lubra, lubrication, lubra, chubacabra. And he just like had the doctor in Independence Day would just make weird connections. Mm, mm. There was a South Park episode where they had a doctor uh, just doing that also. I'm sorry, you guys were having fun before I interjected there. <laughs> no, it's okay, no, Matt. It's the fans it's have to know that you have an autistic need to tell full-length episodes of South Park. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the fans need to know that you like South Park, too. Yeah. It's it's like a trait of a teenager that's going to become a comedian, but right. Matt never stopped doing yes. it. He's like, <laughs> here's what happened on South Park. Yeah. Mm. Damn, Damn, dude, dude. sorry. I'm getting all Officer Bar Brady on you, but it's because of my new gift. Mm. I really do. You're a good man. You get people yeah. presents every time you go somewhere. That's a yeah. really good quality. I get to like, my friends and stuff. Yeah. Nice, yeah. man. Yeah. Next, I'll come back with the Will Smith movie. My my favorite re, uh, my favorite Will Smith remake, Men in Blackface. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Here come the Men in Blackface. It's just Justin Trudeau, Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> isn't that that's it's, isn't that so wild? All of those guys that were like, "Oh, I'm fucking woke. I'm a good person," and yeah. then it turns out like, no, you fucking you dressed up like a black. Mm. You know, you can't dress up like a black. Not cool, dude. Unless unless you are a conductor on the Underground Railroad and you need it as a disguise. Mm. But or if you really wanted to make fun of a black person yeah. the meanest yeah. way possible. <laughs> or if, if you want to like if, if you think these black people are getting a little too honorary and mm. you want to <laughs> you know take them down a peg, mm. rub a little soot on your face, mm. put a little uh, uh, a lipstick mm. on. And uh, and 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 do a little minstrel show. Mm-hmm. What if uh, me and Joe just want to be bad boys for Halloween? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> bad. Oh my God! <laughs> Why well, we're bad boys? Of course. 
We're just, this is offensive. Exactly. We're bad boys. <laughs> bad, bad boys, boys for life. Bad things. Bad boys for life. Yeah. Damn. Bad, bad boys. That was another fun one. Bad boys. Is great. I actually. I th- were you with us, Bobby? When me and Mark and Ben, we watched Bad Boys for Life. The third well, one. Well, I, I I was, but apparently it wasn't that important for you to remember. <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember because uh, Mark Henley, uh, the Big Dog Comedy Fight Club, uh, one of our one of our good friends and my roommate. Uh, I specifically remember this during Bad Boys for Life. This is before he lost the weight, so he was a uh, big fat guy. He was oh. a big boy for life. He's a big, big boy. boy for life. Sitting next to me in the movie theater during Bad Boys for Life, and he was falling asleep, <laughs> period, uh, like consistently throughout the movie, and then he would choke on his spit, <laughs> and then wake up, and then look shocked every time, and then look over at me, and put his <laughs> fist out to give me a fist bump and say, Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> And then fall back asleep. Because he had bad sleep apnea when he was a fatty. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were just seeing the depths of uh, obesity in front of you. But he had a good, you know, bad boys for life. Yes. Come on. You can't be a bad boy and then live to be in your 90s and not die from hypertension. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, the real bad the real bad boy move now is to support support Jeff Foxworthy on Twitter. Joe, did you see any of the Jeff Foxworthy what, what, stuff? No, tonight? what happened? What? So, wait a minute. There was some. There was incentive behind you mentioning Jeff Foxworthy. Yes. <laughs> All right. What happened? Let's what happened? I'm yeah. off the grid, Matt. You yeah. know I'm a big fucking idiot. Right. When it comes to what happened in the world, uh, I I want to assume that Jeff Foxworthy, a good man, mm. great man. Uh, what did he do? He said something about like. Oh, okay. I, really. See, that's what I thought when I saw him trending, and then it was people think that his joke isn't that great. Yeah. He, well, uh, duh. Well, he had a new <laughs> Netflix special come out, and okay. Netflix on Twitter, the Netflix is a joke, like, Twitter page, posts, you know how they post those, like, pictures of it's just, like, a picture of the comedian, and then the uh, subtitles, just yeah. one of their jokes. Yeah, the it's one, usually four pictures with the punchline on the last yeah. picture. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Picked, the joke they picked was Jeff Foxworthy going, I played sports when I was a kid, and it was weird. Back then, if you wanted a trophy, you had to come in first place. Which I'm sure is not, maybe not the joke he would have picked from his special. It's just Netflix knowing they're going to get a response from it on Twitter. Mm. And everyone's just like, boomer comedy, this guy sucks. And it's like, guy's a legend. He's like, and also it's like, I would make fun of it too. Mm -hmm. But everyone else, the whole thing is to make fun of it. So now it's just more fun to defend Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I like Jeff Foxworthy. I like all the blue-collar comedy guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry Jeff Foxworthy isn't trans. Sorry he's not. (laughs) Sorry Jeff Foxworthy didn't realize he was fucking like super fucking flamboyantly gay. That fits your narrative of (laughs) everyone's on a fucking sexual spectrum. Get this, dude. Jeff Foxworthy is a rich White man, so why don't you shut the fuck up and let him do whatever the fuck he wants? Because someday I'm going to be an old, rich white man. And I want to go to that island where they get to have sex with <laughs> young people and, 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 and young. fucking hunt people for, for fun and, and do that. And I want to get invited to that. So I have to sex defend the current guard. She's only 17. <laughs> what do you think the uh, age of consent should be, Matt? <laughs> Get it on record. Yeah, it's fine. You know what? I think it should be whatever be it currently is in that country because I'm a cultural relativist. I think the age you lose your virginity is like the age you can have sex with people. Oh, really? Because you're used to having sex with people at that age. Damn, dude. Mm. I, think I didn't sh- have. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 20. So same, same. Damn, dude. Well, let's it touch was to each tips. other. 
Yeah, we <laughs> fucked each other. <laughs> I was molested. Nice, Matt. That I was count. I was 15, and the girl was like 18 or 19. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Matt, Matt. She's only 18 or 19. <laughs> so guys, I was so terrified I couldn't really have a. It all kind of blends together in the terrified memory of my adolescence. Now, Matt, we like the song. We mm. like the song. Um, we're just thinking maybe you can make it rhyme a little more mm. um, and maybe less about you getting raped and more about maybe you're having fun with your friends at a football game. So, Matt, what happened? <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? I don't want to talk. Honestly, I felt comfortable. Do you want to talk to uh, St. Joseph about it? <laughs> Show well, us on St. Joseph where yes. the uh, he, trashy woman touched yeah, you. Look how, look how comfortable and safe baby Jesus looks mm. in St. Joseph's arm. I you am. can feel comfortable and safe yeah. as well, dude. Little does he know he's about to get an Asian thumb by St. <laughs> Joseph. Look, dude. The, like, the, tru- the patron state of stepdads, you know he's going to fucking molest him. Yeah, dude. This is between you, me... And Bobby, St. Joseph, mm-hmm. and our thousands upon thousands of listeners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had just become comfortable with it until I saw that Jeff Foxworthy comedy special. Yeah. And now... Uh, you might be a victim. I might be a victim. <laughs> <laughs> if, you if you can't stop waking up screaming because of that night you got raped... You might experience PTSD. <laughs> that was more Cosby than I meant it to be. Yeah. <laughs> How cool to be. If you've yeah. ever been invited to a room after a show by Bill Cosby, you might be a victim. <laughs> How sick would it be if Netflix announced a new Cosby special? <laughs> Out of prison. Cosby gave you advice for your career and then let you go home safe. You might be ugly. Uh, the Cosby special, Innocent. Yeah. <laughs> I now can't separate it either. I know as I'm doing it, I go in between Foxworthy voice and Cosby voice. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's sure Foxworthy loves that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I, I love both? how my comedy's interchangeable with this serial <laughs> rapist. I mean, now that Jeff Foxworthy trended on Twitter for being an out-of-touch boomer, that he's basically just as he's bad ba- as Bill he Cosby. Ba- he, he raped us with his lack of understanding and perspective. Mm. And Well, it's such like a fucking basic luck. Yeah, and like he's right. He actually did have to participate. Although I well, also yeah. I haven't watched the special yet, but I'm sure it's a set up to a bit about him yeah. playing sports as a kid and not yeah. being it's good not a at fucking it. one liner. I'm also, sure at yeah. the end it's probably going to be like how he wishes like he did have the ability just to get yeah. a trophy for doing you know. And now yeah. it's probably going to be better in the long run. I will mm-hmm. say though, because um, I played like a lot of sports growing up, and really? we would get. We yeah, we would get the like kids got the participation trophy. Yeah, gagging is a sport. Yes. <laughs> All right, Bobby. Sorry, a little delay on that, but I had to say, it. <laughs> if like. None of us wanted the participation no, trophy. No, not at thing. all. Like if if there was a kid on our team, if we went over to their place, like on a like uh, yeah. everyone went to their place for their birthday party, and we saw the participation trophy mm. on display, mm-hmm. we'd be like, what we a would loser. make fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. like you know, it's like. It yeah. was one of you boomers who came up with the idea to give it to us. Well, and then the participation trophies were always smaller. Like yes. there's still a hierarchy, so yeah. it just becomes like. It's as if you didn't get one if you have the smallest one. It's even you worse I mean? than not getting one. Everyone gets a trophy was just a way for like boomers to explain why their teenagers don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I, I These re- kids are so entitled. Yeah. Uh, it must be because of the trophies. It's not like we may have also been entitled when we were younger, and it's just a thing that young people do when they're at that age. Dude, I remember uh, playing Little League. I was the worst kid on the team. Yes. Like, I was so bad that when I pl- I played right field, 
unless there was a left-handed batter, then I had to switch places with left field. So there was no, and I was like, which because uh, which Bobby didn't know at the time. I but didn't realize this until years later. It's because a left-handed hitter is more likely to hit the ball to right field. So whenever it was more likely the ball would be hit to Bobby, his coach was like, "You guys switch, <laughs> move and to I the had other no side." No idea. That's how that's how little I knew about the game. I was like, I don't know. Sometimes you do that. But sometimes so, I get moved to the other side where the ball is never going to get hit. <laughs> so we came in la- last place one year. Mm. And we had to get our uh, – so each each team, like, they would go, like, to the front and the coach would, like, give a little speech. And they did this for every team, including us, the worst team in the league. We came in last place. And we were all embarrassed holding our little trophies. And our coach is embarrassed giving this speech about how we did our best. And I'm embarrassed because I know I'm the worst person on that team. And we're the worst team in the league. Yeah. So I know I'm literally the worst baseball player in, in Little League. Although if there was a kid who did terrible, got their trophy, and then felt great about themselves, that would be a little shit. But I also didn't ever know who that kid. Mm. Like, that's who people act like every kid is on the right. losing team, that they get a trophy and they think they accomplished something. I never saw that kid. Yeah, that yeah, kid yeah. had to be a social pariah. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way that like yeah. I, I don't think that yeah, one I time think, I, yeah. I, I accidentally hit an RBI and they gave me the game ball and I was like this feels patronizing. I mean I didn't know the word patronizing yet, but I'm like the I fact that you said hit doing. an RBI. Kind of uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hit an RBI. That's how you say it. I I I uh, I hit a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You get an RBI? Yeah, no, it's you a would, home run. I uh, got an RBI. Uh, do you no? Do you remember how you got the RBI? I hit uh, like a grounder to first base, and, and then someone got to go home and get the winning point. Yeah, and yeah, okay, yeah. I knew it was going to be like some way where like you actually got out and mm. didn't do anything impressive, but yep. it just happened to be a situation where there was a runner on third and they can score the right time at the right place. And they yeah. gave, they gave me the game ball. I'm like. I already know I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? It is one of those things like if you're coaching kids and the kid who's the worst player on the team does do something that helps you win in some way, you Uh give them the game ball. That's how you keep like that kid motivated. Yeah. Um, But also, I mean, if they didn't, you also never know if the kid is uh, rational enough like you are to be like, yeah, I'm never going to do this. Um, this feels patronizing. There's another kid who this may be the highlight of their and week. And he's a fucking CEO now with yeah. that fucking confidence. Yeah. He's got that fucking game ball fucking framed. Yeah. And he's watching <laughs> This is when I Jeff knew Fox. I would never have to ask for pussy. Yeah. He's watching the Jeff Fox where these special be like, yeah, these kids get trophies without even getting the RBI. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I think you uh, mean hit the RBI? Hit the RBI. Yeah. They don't even have to hit RBIs anymore. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, sports. Were you a sports guy, Joe? I hated sports growing up as a kid. I hated that my dad would make me do Little League in Mm -hmm. the summer. Mm -hmm. I hated it. I'd be like, great, another summer wasted playing this fucking thing I fucking hate. Mm -hmm. I could never never get into it. I was always bored. Mm. What did they do? Put you in the outfield also? Always in the outfield. I never even, I didn't even know the fucking position. They were just over there. Yeah, I was the opposite where I desperately wanted to play like an infield position, but I wasn't good enough. So they would just throw me in the outfield. Mm. I was always trying to do stuff, but I just wasn't athletic enough Mm. until the year where um, it was tryouts for the first time. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this may be the end for me. Mm. (laughs) But uh, there were 12 teams and only 10 (laughs) kids trying out for catcher. So I was like, I'll become a catcher. 
uh, I'll make a team if I'm playing catcher. And I, because I wasn't as like physically gifted as everyone, I like learned how to call pitches. The catcher given like the finger signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you learn how to finger so kids. Like, yeah, yes. how would I finger my asshole? And that's <laughs> how you would base how the pitcher would get in. a <laughs> no hit, a perfect no hitter. And it's like, yeah, I call that the the Matt Marin climax. <laughs> <laughs> An adult woman taught me when I was fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> We got to tell that story. Oh, how I lost my virginity? Yeah. Yeah. I um, So I hung out with... Um, Do you know the story, Joe? Huh? Do you know the story? No. I hung out with older kids. Ooh. Um, so my high school was across the street from a community college. So most of the kids in my circle, it's like my sophomore year of high school, there was like uh, two 18-year-olds, a 19-year-old. And then there was uh, one kid who was a year older than me and one kid who was like 13, who was even younger than us. We called Yikes. him Scrappy because he used to get in fights all the time. Nice. Um, and... Uh, so the f- a bunch of us were hanging out. The guys who went to the community college knew that you can go to the bars on Bell Boulevard in Queens, near, near where we uh, all lived. And uh, during the day, they wouldn't ID, and so they could just go get beer. And I was 15, going to bars after school, playing poker and drinking. <laughs> Jesus, that's um, wild, man. But outside of the 13-year-old, I was the only one who hadn't lost my virginity. He hadn't either, but we, he, I mean... He's like a 13-year-old. He's too yeah. busy fighting. Exactly. Scrapping um, it up, dude. Yeah. So my friends... Uh, <laughs> we used to call him Scrappy because he'd rape women. Yes. <laughs> he's just a little Scrappy. Um, <laughs> That's scra- actually where they got the Scooby-Doo character from. Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy-Doo. Uh, let me at him! <laughs> <laughs> the idea of a rapist going after women, going, let me at him! <laughs> we got to pull him back. <laughs> Scooby Snacks is uh, what he calls the roofies that he carries with him. Yeah. Bill Cosby, let me at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get him. Let me at him. Here I come. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my uh, older friends, uh, I didn't know it at the time. Um, at the time, all I knew was I was in one of the bars and this girl who was a few years older than me came up to me and started talking to me and kind of flirting with me Ooh. and told me she th- asked if I had ever had sex before. And I did like the like math in my head. Like, should I say no? Should I say like, uh, she was being flirty with me already. And I just, uh, said, uh, no, I've never had like kind of sheepishly, but yeah. also in a weird, like, I didn't know how to answer. Yeah. Right. So when you start talking before you've decided what you're going to say, and yeah. I still just like said no, uh-huh. but it probably came out even more awkward than if I had just normally said no. Yeah. But um, have you had sex before is not a question people get asked every day. Yes. Um, and uh, I said no, and she said she thought virgins were cute. Ooh. Um, Matt, you're a virgin. Yeah. She uh, asked me if I, like, we started talking, she asked me if I wanted to get a room with her. Ooh. She had a room, like, around the co- like, a few blocks away, and we went to a hotel room, and she took my virginity, and I thought, this is the greatest thing ever. And I didn't have sex for almost the rest of high school, <laughs> because I just thought that's how it worked. I'm like, why haven't a bunch of other girls been just coming up to me and telling me they think virgins are cute and having sex with me? And one of my friends from that crew I talked to later was like, oh, yeah, we paid a girl to, like, take your virginity because you were the only one of us who wasn't a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. That rules. Man, if I had a nickel for every time I did a podcast with somebody who lost his virginity <laughs> to a prostitute, man, have I'd, have enough, I'd have enough money to lose my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, only 13 years before Dalton did, but we got there. Right on, dude. We both got there. <laughs> you, um, yeah, uh, the loud, loud boys all made up this week. We're back, baby. Dal- Dalton yeah. did warm up for Fight Club. You and Robbie were judging. Yep. 
Yeah. So long story short, bye bye locker room talk. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, I can how- only be I can only be funny once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's too emotionally exhausting. Two for me hours to be funny. a week. Come on, that's un- that's unfound. Three if we do a fucking Patreon. Ooh, yeah, yeah, unreasonable. Yikes. What am I? A fucking talkie talkie. Yeah, mm. I'm a livy livy. You're a livy yeah. livy. Yeah. I'd uh, I'd been talking to Dalton kind of through everything, and I felt like I, I from talking to him, I felt like it was he was at a place where he can come and do warm up and see you guys, and it seemed like you guys were all getting along. Yeah, man, it's yeah. all good, dude. Yeah, it's all love. It's you all know love. me, baby. You know me, man. Yeah, Skank Fest Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> here we come. <laughs> Locker room talk. Skankfest Las Vegas. Bill it as Loud Boys, and then you show up with me and Bobby. And me and Bo- No, you show up with Robbie and Joe, uh, with Robbie and Dalton, and then me and Bobby come out with steel chairs like a WWE storyline. Hell yeah. Hit Robbie and Dalton with chairs and take over. And you're like, just kidding. It's yeah. locker room talk. Uh, I rip off my Loud Boys shirt showing a locker room talk <laughs> shirt underneath it. And it's like, oh, my God. It was, it was the whole time. Good God almighty. Those men had families. <laughs> <laughs> These are two different retards, JR. <laughs> <laughs> man, having a good time, dude. Yeah. What's 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 next for us, man? What's the next adventure? Mm. For locker room. We gotta talk? hit the road. We gotta get some road gigs, man. Mm-hmm. We gotta get some road gigs. We gotta visit more presidential historic museums. Mm-hmm. Where else uh, should we what else? Kill two birds with one stone and do the shows at the presidential museums. Guys, come out to our Colonial Williamsburg stand-up show. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Let's go to Roanoke. Roanoke. Ooh, that could, I do. Um, I would like to one day do a road trip like through Virginia and hit like all the presidential sites that are there. Yeah, dude. Because right. there's like there's Thomas Jefferson's, Washington's, Madison Monroe, Zachary Taylor, hey, can John I ask Tyler. You a question while we're talking about Virginian presidents. Yeah. If you went to a plantation. Mm. Um, like as a like it's a tour. Yeah, like they show you an old plantation. Do you think the tour guide would get annoyed if after everything they said, I went bow down? It's like one of those in character things where he's like, "This is where I help the master get ready," and you're like, <laughs> down, down, down. Uh, uh, Okay, I, I know they, it's out yeah. of character for me to correct a right white man right now, but can you stop doing that, uh, Mister? <laughs> I don't think they do um, the in-character slave stuff anymore. Why not? Um, I haven't been to one in a while, but from what I understand, like when they do like uh, in-character where you go there and like the guy's dressed up as Andrew Johnson and Uh you can ask him any question and he'll answer as Andrew Johnson. He'll Mm. give like a speech that he's memorized. (laughs) It's weird for Andrew Johnson, what do you think of phrenology? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, once again, I have to answer honestly. Yeah. It is weird for somebody like... To like as their job, just like memorize speeches from former presidents. Mm. Who mm. would do something like that for their art? Yeah, come on. <laughs> Those of you don't know, Bobby does the Gettysburg Address in his stand-up. Yeah, Uh-oh. sorry, Uh-oh. sorry. It's it, the surprise is ruined for you now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if they would have people dressing and acting as slaves as much. Now Reason I ask is because my uh, girlfriend. Uh, all of a sudden, black people are too good to pretend to be slaves. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a white guy in blackface. As the oh, slave. that would be fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> they get Jimmy Kimmel to come yeah. be a slave. 
Oh, yes, sir. I, I, I love being a slave. I don't even remember what Africa looked like. <laughs> uh, Frank, we, we told you, you don't need to You don't need to do the blackface. You don't need it's to do It's just Jimmy Kimmel in blackface doing other things like, man show, man <laughs> show. <laughs> Bring back the man show, dude. We need it now more than ever. The N-word show? <laughs> It's just black men. The black no, they canceled show. cops, dude. Oh right, yeah. Love cops. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, what were you saying? Your girlfriend? My, yeah, she. My girlfriend went to a uh, 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 a plantation museum thing where they like show you around. Like this was a plantation. These are where the slaves worked. Blah blah blah. And then the end of the tour, uh, they gave everyone on the tour a authentic virgin mint julep. What's that? Ooh. Mint julep is like what like uh, plantation owners would drink. It's like a fancy southern mm. drink. Okay. Mint julep. Yeah. And I thought that that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a little different than like if at the end of the tour, a black guy pops up and goes, oh my, oh my, it's nice to see all you fine <laughs> folks here. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I, I find the mint julep like more offensive. You know what I mean? Really? Because there's a way you could, you could do it in a way... There could be a black actor that acts like a slave, and you kind. People have done it, dude. I they don't have, but I don't, right now, unless it's like there's you, some. You think you think that doesn't exist anywhere in the country now because people find it offensive that black actors are pretending to be black people from two hundred years ago. It, I could see them doing it like in a movie, like in Django. But even still, in those things, they don't go so far into it. Maybe there's a way to do it without doing well, it in like, like the old 1920s like um uh step and fetch it. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a minstrel show. Yeah. It could be It just needs to have like a black director to have somebody yeah, want to do like a fucking be a slave. A black person get, directing Mount Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to spit in George Washington's face? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Time's I, up, George. That's so interesting. T- <laughs> Sorry, George. Time's, Time's up. up. Time's up, TJ. <laughs> well, I, I love that uh, nothing really happened from the Time's Up movement. Yeah, Me Too did something, but Time's what? Up kind of was like trying to tag along. The only thing I remember about Time's Up is uh, Aziz wearing that button and then the girl getting mad at him. That but, was like yeah. the catalyst of the uh, the girl writing the article. Well, about Aziz, Aziz jammed yeah. his fingers down that tight little girl's mouth. <laughs> While watching Seinfeld, which is the most offensive part. It should have been Blue Collar TV. <laughs> yeah, that would have been tight, dude. Yeah. Damn, dude, let me tell you something. Yeah. The only if, thing uh, more annoying than like listening to the uh, fucking Seinfeld is having some Indian guy shove his fingers down your throat. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Yeah. That's what he said after he fingered her. <laughs> Aziz, yeah, you naughty little scamp. You First you take on. a poo from the Simpsons. Then you take that girl's innocence. <laughs> fucking make up your mind, dude. Yeah, it was, dude, it was crazy that Aziz made that. Uh, the problem with Apu documentary. Yeah, yeah, Aziz, why'd you make that documentary, dude? What were you thinking, dude? You're- I liked his most recent special where he wanted to bring back Apu, though. Yeah, yeah. that was good. <laughs> every, I guess every- Aziz, <laughs> yeah. Aziz, you showed some real growth when you said yeah. you made the case for Apu. Yeah, just every Indian comic is Aziz, even though they feel <laughs> exactly the opposite way about things. It's just the same guy who came up with two specials that are the exact opposite opinion. They, about, they, they look the same. No, I don't get it what the hell yeah. how about that aziz special where he's really mean to his brother but at the end he ends up being nice to him but then he gets murdered while in a tub full of money just what? slumdog millionaire oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I never saw that movie. You never saw Slumdog Millionaire? Fuck no, dude. It didn't have a fucking white protagonist. <laughs> how the, what the fuck am I going to... How the fuck am I supposed to watch that shit, dude? Joe's like, wait, there's millionaires that aren't white? I can't watch this. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. This is terrifying. It's mm. like, okay, so it's, it's like who wants to be a millionaire, but there's no Regis, so how do I know? The, is this some kind of like counter-Earth or something? Some kind of... Did time travelers affect every? How is this happening? It was it was too confusing. It was too overwhelming. I didn't get it. Who hosts? Who wants to be a millionaire now? No one. No, there's some some bitch. Is it a girl? Yeah. I don't remember. I know it was somebody. Oh, who I have was a like, hole in my sock. Look at that. I look like a hobo. Mm. Yeah, that, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, my good ass sock. Well, <laughs> down to my last two socks. Yeah. I uh, I bought socks online. Um, buying socks, buying clothes online is the way to go, man. If you want to buy clothes online, go to MeUndies.com and enter promo code Just Some Locker Room Talk to get fifty percent <laughs> off all socks. How cool would that underwear. be if we actually had a fucking promo to offer? Mm. Maybe mm. someday, dude. I want to advertise something no one else advertises on yeah. a podcast. You know what I mean? Everybody's right. manscaped. Hey, yeah. everyone! If you would like to have a night of Bobby Sheehan passion, <laughs> <laughs> use use locker use, pro- use promo yeah. code Lemmy Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Let me out of let me out. No, Phil, you gotta pay first. You gotta pay first. <laughs> Scrappy dappy do. Let me at him. He does that thing where he humorously like locks the hotel room door and then swallows the key. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be the only thing I'm swallowing. Yikes. Yeah. Bobby's just immediately into it. Mm. Yeah, well, it's it's first of all, it's not cheating if I'm doing it for my art. You know, well, like you right. could smoke on yeah. stage because yeah. it's part of a performance. Right. You don't well, get lung cancer if uh, you smoke uh, on stage. Yeah. You don't. No. God right. knows that you're being an artist. God can separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, of all the locker rooms. You can also separate yeah. the Jews from the afterlife. <laughs> 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 I imagine he just has like a big ass filter that he just kind of like mm. shuffles everyone through, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the Jews just don't get in. Yeah, they're like the male chicks they that get uh, thrown into the meat grinder because they can't make eggs. Damn. What? <laughs> Do you think, why don't they just sell the fucking male chicks back to the fucking market to uh, for cockfighting and shit? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just yeah. sell it to the 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 above ground cockfighting market? I didn't why don't they just they grow were... that shit for fucking meat? I didn't realize they were killing male chicks like that. Yeah. You didn't know that? No, mm. I didn't know. Dude, the meat industry's Male fucked. chicks is also what I call trans women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I knew dude. the meat industry was fucked, but I didn't realize that they were killing good men out there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize just how Hashtag fucked Hashtag what was. about men? Yeah. <laughs> what about male chicks? Yeah, I'm becoming dude. a male chicks activist. <laughs> it's like the meat industry's fucked, but what can you do? You know, I'm yeah. still we're still gonna eat it. We're still gonna participate. What are we gonna do? We're not gonna go fucking vegan. We gotta yeah. kill these male chicks so they stop winning the gold medal of swimming. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, dude. Isn't that crazy? What a weird world we live in. Went from broad to broad shoulder, huh? Yeah. What a fucking disgusting world we it live in. It is all it is it is sick, weird. It's that, sickening, uh, dude. So many people This is America. <laughs> So many of you feel the need to try to I want to see some fat, juicy, succulent pussy lips <laughs> gliding across that fucking finish line. That's some fucking 
mangled piece of fucking former dick flesh fucking <laughs> flapping freely mutated by by fucking hormones i want oh natural pussy crafted in the divine and loving hands of god almighty dude not not manufactured in some lab like a frankenstein's monster once we uh, get the what patreon, are we talking about when we get the when we get the patreon the highest tier is going to be you guys can win a trip to new york city to watch olympic swimming with joe gorman <laughs> watch anything yeah <laughs> actually can i can we get this last part stricken from the record <laughs> no what I we goofed. should do is um when you asked uh, what we think the age of consent should be just put a long beep over both of our answers <laughs> <laughs> i can do that yeah <laughs> yeah um, i think yeah. the age should actually be higher mm. That would be. Imagine you tell you you meet a girl at a bar and you're like, I'm a feminist. I yeah. think if you're a guy hooking up with an 18 year old girl, that's disgusting. Yeah. You know, I I think I think the age of consent should be at least be like 25, 26. Yeah. How old are you? 32. Okay, yeah, should be like 31. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's your brains just aren't developed enough until you're in your 30s anyway. That would be fucking crazy to have uh, you fuck somebody in their 30s and they have like a super tight pussy. Mm. That would be wild. That would be wild. Because uh, most most thirty year olds are fucking worn out, mm. <laughs> fucking beaten down. Yeah, well, everybody like knows a, a woman's best stretches lips. out if yeah. she sleeps around a lot. Yeah. If she sleeps with the same guy every night, that's different. That's right. different. That yeah. they're pure, pure. And and if you are in, if you become in a long term relationship, it actually resets the vagina. It resets it. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Do you have so to that's why that's why or? women need to be monogamous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women need to be monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. Damn! Can you imagine being polygamous? Keep be track tight. of all those birthdays. <laughs> you'd have no. You'd have a wife to keep track of that shit for you. Yeah, yeah one of your <laughs> wives. Your wife. One of your wives' jobs is to make sure you know all the other wives' birthdays. Bobby, fucking <laughs> think smarter, dude. What is this? You're my you're uh you're my sex wife. You're my kitchen wife. You're my birthday wife. Yeah. You're my family wife. You're my driving wife. <laughs> You have a driving wife? I would have a driving wife. That's the trans one, the one who had oh, absolutely. You know that they actually are a good driver. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> yeah, but then people start questioning your sexuality because they're like, "Wow, Joe only hangs out with his driver wife. <laughs> She's the only want to hang out with the driver wife. That's strange." Driver Probably wife. has something to do with that stick shift. Yeah, mm. driver wife can take a punch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than a woman that can't take a punch, dude. Mm. How else are you supposed to come? Man, we are goofing around, we are just dude. Goofing around. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, actually, around. I'm actually serious. Mm. Okay, Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, buddy. Serious radio. Serious we are radio. we are walking a fine line. We are seriously goofing. We are do you think? Do you think we'll ever? Um, you think we'll ever get uh, invited on a podcast? Mm, that'd be fun, dude. You should start, um, guys. If you're listening, uh, start threatening your favorite podcasts. Say yeah. you know where their studio is. Say you will call a bomb threat in that day mm. if you don't hear your locker room talk. Don't friends. fuck up like the Columbine guys. Did. No, don't fuck <laughs> yeah. up like. Col- and, and and if they say no, follow through. Yeah, you know. See it through till the end. And, you know, I say things to be funny, but I'm serious. <laughs> Damn, dude. Bobby's fucking cutting himself right now as he's saying this yeah, shit. With the, sheriff side, yeah. with the sheriff's star. With the sheriff's star, I just got he just, it. Yeah. He just dug it into <laughs> his chest. <laughs> let the badge go to my head. <laughs> People want to turn this off. They're like, this podcast sucks. I'm like, stop resisting. Stop resisting. Locker room talk listeners. Sheriff Bobby wants you to threaten your favorite podcast host and tell threaten them and say, you must have locker room talk as guests. 
guess, or else Sheriff Bobby will perform a citizen's arrest on you. Yeah, <laughs> I will, dude. Don't. Can you imagine having the gall to try to perform a citizen's arrest? I could. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, if I had that sheriff star, I could feel. I think yeah. I'd feel the power. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because you want to know what it feels like to wear a star where they, you don't get put into a camp. <laughs> <laughs> Took a while, but I got there. What were you saying, yeah. buddy? Oh, I would just say, like, yeah, like, what about that guy that uh, arrested Trayvon Martin? <laughs> mm. That was a citizen's arrest. That was the, yeah. that was the ultimate citizen's arrest. Mm. Damn. Later citizens United is uh, people that think uh, fucking. Ah, fuck. Isn't Citizens United like. The yeah, I was trying to yeah. make. What, what the, what's the Trayvon guy's name? George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman, mm. yeah. Fuck. Citizens United are people who support George Zimmerman. Yeah. <laughs> now, Citizens United is a thing that, like, corporations are people, yes. right? Yeah. Do you think George Zimmerman would do our podcast? He, I, there's not a thing he doesn't do. I mean, yeah. he, he was signing skills. Is there nothing people. he can't do? <laughs> George Zimmerman. This guy does it all. <laughs> Just like every episode of Locker Room Talk has it all, George Zimmerman does it all. <laughs> Kills kids. <laughs> fucking fought the law and... He won. <laughs> he is the best guy. Zimmerman. There, the first guest we ever have on Locker Room Talk is George Zimmerman. Can, Can you imagine? Kevin's <laughs> so cool. And then the title is Seriously Just Goofing. Yes. We have George Zimmerman on, and then we have Dalton Pruitt. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the two most controversial guests we could think of. Yes. It's yeah, a one-two punch. Everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys are friends again. We were never not friends. We're yeah. just in a dark place, dude. Mm-hmm. You Go, just, yeah, going through a tough time. Yeah, <laughs> I, which I was just finding out about. And I wish you brought that up at some point. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. You yeah. Know? <laughs> the important thing is I'm here now. Yes. <laughs> we're here and we're alive. And you told Thank me his, uh, his set was good. Yes, he, he had a very good set. Yeah. Um, Did Kumia like it? Kumia was not there. Oh, shit. Yes, Kumia, Kumia, unfortunately, was... Murdered by a by a pack of black people. <laughs> <laughs> he um yeah. They descended Kumia. upon him from the shadows as he was walking to the stand. He heard like a fucking like uh uh, uh glasses clinking together. Okay. And it was a bunch of black people, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Mr. Kumia, we got something to say to you." Mm-hmm. And they killed him, dude. Damn, dude. Rest e- in peace. Yeah. Either that or Gino Bisconti texted me earlier in the day and said, "Oh, Kumia's not coming tonight." Yeah. <laughs> Damn, well, I mean, they're both plausible theories, about 50-50. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was still a really fun show. I did some jokes about him in the opening that Gino really liked. Mm-hmm. and um, Gino's such a sweetheart. May yeah. he rest in peace. That's the, th- <laughs> that's the thing that's wild, because like, everyone sees Gino as this wild man. If you ever hung out with him in any way offstage, he's like the sweetest person. No, he's just a nice dude. Yeah. He's just goofing, man. He's, he's just, just really, having a good he's time. He's a nice guy who really wants to say the N-word. Mm. <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> it's a fucking funny word. Yeah. You know, if you are going to choose between a, a nice guy that wants to say the N-word and a nasty guy that wants to say the N-word, who are you going to hang out with? That compilation of Joe Rogan saying the N-word was so funny. Mm. It's just so goofy. Yeah. We should take it and edit it, but after each one, put a laugh track in there. <laughs> <laughs> just crushing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we could just play us laughing, like watching it, and you yeah. get that laugh. We track. should, to counter that, we should get, like, we should pick a, a woman comedian and just have a compilation of every time she said, I think, you know? <laughs> That's that's even more offensive. I I think so. <laughs> You're like, oh well, in my opinion, and just that over and over again. Just post yeah. that on Twitter. Be like, hmm. Do you think it should be illegal for a woman to be in public pregnant? Mm. 
being public pregnant. Oh, that's interesting. Unless they're breastfeeding. Why? Because it's it's like a uh, it's a it's a it's a danger it's a, of uh, giving someone a boner. <laughs> pregnant women are sexy. They got big fat titties mm. with those tender nipples. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a little person floating around. And in there's their belly. a little, little defenseless human inside. That's the first uh, Bobby Sheehan comedy T-shirt. It just says Bobby Sheehan on the front. On the back, it says "Little Defenseless Human." <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I just fuck. relate to the fetus too much. That's yeah. what. That's what it is. <laughs> Damn. You know what dude. it is? Uh, you know what it does for me too is they're always kind of tired. Mm. Uh, I find that sexy. And I don't yeah, know they why. won't be able to run away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me at him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Right here, right in front of St. Joseph. Mm. Oh, yikes. Sorry, you, baby Jesus. If you walked into a stranger's house and you just saw a St. Joseph card with a sheriff's badge next to it, you'd be like, I have to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this means. Well, apparently, um, Chris Benoit, after he uh, uh, defended himself against his family, right. he... <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how big of a fan I am. I'm like, there's no, there has to be another explanation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he apparently he left Bibles next to them. Yes. Which uh, some people think that means that he it was like a second degree murder type situation, and then he was like, well, I don't want to go to prison, mm. and then killed himself. It wasn't it wasn't this like premeditated murder suicide thing. What would second degree mean? Uh, like uh, in the heat of the moment. Right. Like he he like freaked out, killed one of them, and then it was like, well, I guess I kill the other one and kill myself. Yeah, because he killed like, um, according to the like autopsy, he killed the wife one day, the son the next day, and then himself the third day. Yeah. So maybe he killed his wife and then was like, well, guess I got to get rid of this little brat too. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- that's what uh, Chris Watts did. You guys know Chris Watts? No. There was a guy. Uh, he he's not famous. Ju- is he related to Justin Watts? <laughs> It's a joke nobody listening will get. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, and he he's only famous for committing the crime. He's not like Chris Benoit who like, right. did some other stuff first. Uh, but he uh, he killed his uh, his wife like impulsively, like strangled her to death during an argument. Hell yeah! What were they arguing about? Um, he wanted to leave her for a younger woman. What was the problem? That, well, apparently, and she and she was upset about this. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a like, bitch, dude. I, I, I think he calmly tried women to are, explain, women are, like, women listen, are crazy. yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> yo, tripping. calm down, sweetheart. Let me choke some sense into you. Yeah. <laughs> so he was trying to choke some sense into her, and and she passed away. And then, like, literal hours later, he's like, "I'm just gonna kill the kids too," which is to me, it's like, "Fuck, man, second degree murder of your wife. You could be out in like 30 years." You know what I mean? Yeah, Not that I've looked into this, but you may well temporary insanity. You can get off, right? That's what I'm saying. But like, if he like murdered his wife impulsively and then pre like premeditatively yeah. murdered her, murdered his kids, which that got him yeah. life in prison without parole. What a little goofball! Yeah. Do you know the story? Of the first ever temporary insanity plea. Oh, tell me about it. I'm only asking because it was a Civil War veteran. Oh, really? Bobby? Oh yeah, the Union. Uh, like guy that killed his uh the guy that was fucking his wife. Yes, Daniel and then the court Daniel was like, listen, we'd all be upset if that happened. Yeah, Daniel Sickles, who um he this guy lived a fucking life. If you never heard of Daniel Sickles, look up like his life story. Mm. He's a Civil War veteran. He lost a leg in the war. Mm. But before the war, he 
walks in, sees his wife cheating on him with Philip Barton Key, who's the son of Francis Scott Key, the guy who wrote the Star Spangled Banner. Holy shit. And murders him because he saw him sleeping with his wife. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if he like actually caught them in the act or just heard about it and then killed him. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he pleads temporary insanity. It's the first ever temporary insanity plea in American history. And he gets off, then goes on to lose a leg in the Civil War, becomes like ambassador to Spain with one leg and has an affair with Queen Isabella. And yeah, dude, how's there not a movie about this? guy? Yeah. And then I think he was um, he was working in government in some way. I think uh, he may have like stolen money from the government later mm. or something. There was something he did in government. I forget it. Exactly, he temporary but, insanity again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But he just like his whole life is just like insane. Yeah. That rules. What is it? Sickle? Daniel Sickles. Damn. Nice, dude. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to a real one. Yeah. Real ass Daniel dude. Sickle. This this uh, podcast is for you. Yeah. Nice man. Do you imagine if we ran into him like a time machine machine situation? I wouldn't want to meet him if I went to a time machine. Yeah. Who would you want to meet? I don't know. Who invented slavery? <laughs> God. You want to meet God? That's crazy. Yeah. I just yeah. want to shake his hand. Invented uh, like African slavery. I mean, slavery goes back. Yeah. Like, the triangle whatever. trade. The, tri- the trade. <laughs> the golden trade. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. Pythagorean trade. Yeah. I don't know who would be the African slave trade. It started, I think, in Europe, right? Portuguese, I think, were doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, hold on. Let's give some credit to the original people of color that created the African slave trade. Mm. It wasn't until the Portuguese came and were like, can we buy some of your slaves that the transatlantic slave trade started? America actually culturally appropriated slavery. We did. About it. Yeah. Yeah. If you if if it were legal, would you own a slave? Mm. Well, no, because there's no. no fun in it if it's legal. I'd have you a want, rec- you want yeah, the, that's true. You want the pressure of like, ooh, maybe they're gonna catch me. Yeah, I would have a recreational slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like not nothing like you know, kind of like you know, like like a, yeah, like a like a driver wife. A little bit, <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, yeah. I'd have a trans slave because I want to be a progressive slave owner. Yeah, <laughs> I actually I, I actually pay for all of pronouns. my yeah, I pay for all of my slaves' uh, transition. <laughs> fucking no, surgery. that's what like the modern Democratic Party would do. They would have like trans slaves. <laughs> if, if there was, uh, that is what they do. They say I'm black just a simple plantation owner. <laughs> you can't expect me to pay for transition therapy for my thousands of slaves. I need strong men, not strong they thems. Yeah, Swing low is yeah. the uh, the woman's penis. Because <laughs> that's what they do. The um, like they'll use their pronouns and talk about what indigenous land they're on before talking about union busting. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. the FBI has commercials about how they accept people of all genders and racial backgrounds. Mm. If slavery was still around, Democrats would just own slaves but make sure to get their pronouns right. Yeah. Mm. Damn, dude. First first we talked about loving Jeff Foxworthy. Now we're trying to open for him. Mm. Yeah. If you got different pronouns, <laughs> you might be the victim of a hate crime next. <laughs> it's just crazy. The guy's done comedy for 30 years and now a bunch of idiots on Twitter think he's Jeff Unfoxworthy. Mm. Oh, hold on. I fucked that up. Fox Unworthy. Fox Unworthy. There you go. <laughs> Dude, I, sh- I should. You guys were all looking at me and I felt so ashamed. Oh, and my I, God. But I knew I had to explain it. I, I, I think shot I, the street, dude. I, I, I have never more wished that we had video than I did now. <laughs> yeah. So they could see the sadness in my Just eyes. Just that awkward 
tension, man. Mm. Jeff Foxworthy does his next special in makeup as Jeff Foxyworthy. Ooh, okay. Mm. Hi, Finn. Folks, listeners, if you could hear the, the doc <laughs> kissing me, it's Finn. Finn and I are boys somehow, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Two kindred hearts. Oh, man, it's, it's moist out there. Finn, you got all wet. Yeah. Goofy dog. Oh, hey, Finn. Are we over an hour? Oh, dude, we're well over. We're at an hour 15. Really? Yeah, buddy. I think it's, it's time to re-zap the is-this is episode. Ooh, what a, up. What, what, a, what a beautiful fucking bookmark. He started it in Carney Talk. He's ended it in Carney Talk, dude. Mm. Bobby, is there anything you want to say? Guys, take care of yourselves. Make sure you tell the people in your life that you love them. And think about what you would do if slavery was legal. And uh, please email your answers to www. Just goofing around at yahoo.com. <laughs> Hasta la vista, fuck face. I'm going to kill this fucking dog, dude. I'm not even, that's not a fucking bit, dude. He's going to end up in a Chinese restaurant, dude, because Chinese people eat dogs. <laughs> Joe, we're still recording. Oh, are you fucking kidding? Why didn't you fucking tell me? Well, don't worry, dude. I'll certainly get this in post and in no way will include it in the podcast itself.